0: With proven strategies, systems, and processes. We've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I thought today we'd have a chat around the 14th of February being Valentine's Day. And when you first separated or you're no longer with your partner Valentine's Day can be pretty emotional for all of us and whether you actually celebrated it or not when you were married it's still what the day stands for isn't it you know I remember for me when I was going through my separation the key was probably the trigger for me was noticing all of these things on social media people that were seemed to be happy everywhere I looked everyone was holding hands or going out for dinner and here I was sitting at home. And we all just want a secret Valentine, don't we? Just to send us something and let us know that we're loved. Because it's that void that we're really, really searching for. It's not so much the happiness, I don't think. I think it's it's the void. It's the pain more than the pleasure that really gets us to think about what's going on in our life. And recently I've been helping a girlfriend of mine who has just split up with her partner of four years. And she said to me just recently, you know what, Tanya, I'm better off alone than I am being with someone else and being unhappy. And when I'm alone, I can start to really love myself and do things in my life that will make a difference to me and my children. It's taken her a while to get to this position because she just... She never wanted to be alone. She felt like she needed someone else to make her happy. And the theme through all of my podcasts and even the work I do with my clients is you can only have a happy life when you are happy on the inside, when you are happy by yourself. When you don't need anyone else to make you happy, that's really where the excitement happens because... And I spoke about this before as well. When I am with my husband, he doesn't need me. And to be honest, as much as I love him to pieces, I don't need him to be with me all the time. When we are together, I feel like we are a superpower. I feel like both of us are there worrying about each other's needs and wants and we're fulfilling what we both want from a partner. You know, if he wasn't around... I'm still a happy person and I know for a fact that when I'm not around him, he's still a happy person and that's what attracted me to him in the first place. It's so attractive being with someone that knows what they want out of life and knows how to be certain. I don't know, it's just, it's so sexy to me and speaking to other guys, especially I remember when I first started dating, and they were saying to me that there's nothing sexier than a woman that knows what she wants out of her life. And to say no to someone because you feel like your needs are more important, that's empowering. So to be able to say to someone if they say, Oh, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? And to say, actually, no, you know what? That doesn't that doesn't feel right for me or I actually think that I'd like to do something else. It builds boundaries and it makes everything not look so easy. And it's not that you have to work for a relationship, but what you do have to do is to be respectful of a relationship. Today I'm going to talk about the five ways that I help my clients get through Valentine's Day and the things that helped me get through my Valentine's Day. Because men and women take the day to mean, in my interpretation, something completely different. Women like the idea of the flowers and going out for dinner and all, all of that. And because I spend such a lot of time with guys and I really relate well to men, to be honest, I get along well better with men than I do with women mm-hmm. because I think I'm, I'm a little bit more like them in as far as someone can say something to me and it's water off a duck's back. I don't get very emotional about certain things. I can just um, move on. And that's sort of a trait that a a lot of women have. And that's why, you know, we're known to be bitchy sometimes. But the guys don't think of Valentine's Day like the women do. The guys just, I suppose, it's more along, let's Let's just go with it. It's really nice to go out for dinner and it gives us a chance to make sure that on this date we are going to go out and celebrate our relationship and our love. But if you go back over history and you look how um, Valentine's Day actually came about, there's, there's quite a few different stories. There's really no solid facts and, to be honest, it's a little bit mysterious, the actual history of it. But myself, being a or being brought up as a Catholic, was reading through some of this and just didn't realise some of the horrors and how it actually came about. There was once, um, according to one legend, an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first Valentine greeting from himself to a young girl that he had possibly fallen in love with when he was in confinement. So before his death, it's alleged that he wrote a letter to her and he signed it off from your valentine. And that expression is still used today. So they're saying that that's one of about three I found. So there's plenty of different meanings behind it. Anyway, if we get back to how you can actually deal with the pressures that you may be feeling at this time of year... Conscious mind understands that, yes, it is just it's been hijacked and commercialized by a lot of businesses just to make money. Our subconscious mind is where, where a lot of our emotions and feeling comes from. It's searching for just a way to feel good and it just reiterates to us that we're single and it's, it's hard to deal with the unconscious mind because that's where, that's where our feelings and, and that come from. No matter you know what you tell yourself, you're probably still going to feel a little bit lousy. and people have told me you know I just feel lonely, I feel like a failure, I feel like I'm not good enough and sometimes those feelings can be amplified at this time of year. And look, I'm sure you already know this, but it's just another day and you are perfect. you are perfect just the way you are. Sooner or later, You know, we're all going to realize that allowing someone else to have power over our happiness, the analogy I like to use is it's like driving a car sitting from the back seat. You're absolutely powerless to control your destination. And you may or may not have already noticed that happy people don't need others to feel good about themselves or their emotional state. And It's easy for me to say because I'm now in that position. But I want you to know that you're going to get there sooner than you know. If you feel really crappy now, it's understandable. And I said to someone yesterday, it's like the winter before the spring. You've got to go through all of the cold, darkness, death before you can start to bloom and grow. And that's possibly what you're going through right now. So let's have a talk about the five ways that I think I can help you. My first one, without a shadow of a doubt, is to stay away from social media. Do not stalk your ex on Facebook or Instagram hoping to see that they're sad and lonely. It's probably not going to happen because we know for a fact, and research shows us, that the things that people post on Facebook or social media are not true. They want us to think that they are happy and sometimes once again we interpret things to be different than what they are. I was reading a great article yesterday about a woman who posted about can you please tell me a time when you posted a happy snack but you were completely sad and it went mental. And all of these people then put up these photos and then explained underneath the photos what it was. There was one woman that was at this in America, and I think she was at the Grand Canyon, and she was hiking, and there's this photo of her smiling, and underneath it she'd written, I felt like it was the saddest time of my life. I had not stopped crying, and I felt like jumping. But when you look at the photo, there's a beautiful horizon. It looks spectacular. And that's what I want you to know. Don't Just don't get involved with the garbage that's on social media. As Donald Trump would say, in a majority of cases, it's fake news. And you're not seeing the real person. So stay away from it. It's not worth it. Other research says about social media that because we've got FOMO or we think we're missing out on something, we become addicted to it. And my advice to you is rather than get addicted to social media, why do not get addicted to something that's actually going to improve your life? Okay, the next one is why not pamper yourself? Why not go ahead and do something that you really deserve? Because let's be honest, you should be celebrating your successes, not your failures. So rather than sitting around feeling sorry for yourself, why not celebrate the strength that you've got to be able to do what you're doing right now? And... I'm not telling you to go into any debt because in some cases when people break up, they spend unnecessary money on items just to get instant gratification. But to go out and have a facial or have a lesson at something or go and buy something that you've always wanted, which I don't want you to break the bank, but just something little. But use it as a time to celebrate you and celebrate what you've been able to achieve and where you've got to. And no matter how hard it is, you should be celebrating. I don't think you guys realize how hard it is to be doing what you're doing and to be going through what you're going through. When you get to the end of this journey of this separation or divorce, you're going to look back and go, how did I make it through? But you did And you will, and you will be very proud of yourself. So rather than celebrating now, why not just give yourself a little a little pamper right now? The next one is spending some time with your family and friends. Now, there's a caveat on this. If your family stresses you out or your friends always want to give you a hard time about your decision, they're not the people I'm talking about. The people that put a smile on your face and... They make you laugh because happiness is the best medicine. You need to know that outside of your four walls, life goes on, that people are happy. And friendships reduce stress and they boost happiness. It's been proven by research. And life's too short to be by yourself. So why not have a night out? Go and have a karaoke sing-along. Or maybe go to a comedy show and have a belly laugh or just have a glass of wine with a girlfriend or a beer down the pub with a mate and just be connected with someone else and know that life will be okay again. And then the next one is why not get lost in a book? Now for me, I'd never ever really been a big book reader and I'd, I'd probably read some novels, and most of it fiction, I now, I don't even spend one minute of my time reading any sort of literature that does not add some sort of value to my life or builds up some sort of muscle memory in my brain to allow me to learn more and grow and evolve. If I'm not going to learn something from it, I'm not going to spend my time even wasting it, reading it. Why not find someone that inspires you and read their biography? Why not find someone that has been in your position that's turned their life around and learn about them? For me, I mine was more financial. I remember thinking, right, how did the richest people in the world get rich? And it was then that I found the top 10 people and how they got rich. I then did research into what they did to get rich, and then that was the passion that started the journey that I'm on now. That worked for me. might not work for you, but even there's a book that I give my clients, and it is one of the most amazing books ever, and it's called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And I've spoken about it, I think, before in the podcast. Why not download it as an Audible? and and just listen to it. My husband and I have been away this weekend, um, probably about nine and a half hours drive from where we live. On Sunday, we got in the car three o'clock in the afternoon, didn't get home until midnight Monday morning, and he was so exhausted he went to sleep. I sat there with my headphones on while I was driving home and I listened to audio book. So you don't even need to be sitting down and turning pages. There's other ways around it. But read the novels that you love. Get lost in their world. And don't don't leave your mind to just wander about what used to happen. Think about the future. Spend your time wisely. And then the last one and the biggest one that I want to give you as a tip is start planning your future. Start planning your future. Studies have proven that long-term goal-setting doesn't work. But on the contrary, a 90-day plan can get you excited, especially because you start to see very quick momentum. And there's nothing like daydreaming about a better life. But action gets you outcomes. So a 90-day plan you put together with some key drivers and what you need to do and you start picking them off. So ask yourself, what do you want out of life? Where do you see yourself in the near future and how can you achieve it? And then put that 90-day plan together because momentum is everything, And then when you finish that 90 days, you add another 90 days. And before you know it, in 12 months, that's four quarters, your life will be completely different. Now the bonus tip I'd like to give you is if I told you that the instructions of your life were on the outside of the box that you live in, would you stay where you are right now, locked inside of that box, or would you do everything possible to read the instructions on the outside? And I can't tell you how to do that, but what I'm telling you is momentum is the key to happiness. Momentum is the key to a happy life. So instead of worrying about Valentine's Day and all of those negative emotions, why not use it to celebrate you? Why not love you? Why not be kind to you? Be caring and treat yourself the way that you want to be treated. Happiness starts on the inside and it's the greatest gift you can give yourself now and forever. That's probably it for this week. But please, I'm sending my love and hugs and best wishes to you right now. And know that you're good enough. Life is going to be amazing and you just got to put one step in front of the other. So I hope these five tips help. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel Podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.